You ready? Showtime. On May 3rd, summer starts with the fall guy. Let's do it later. Let's drink a spicy margarita. Make some bad decisions. Yes. Audiences are falling in love with the most entertaining film of the year. Fall guy. Fall guy. Fall guy. That's what the poster said. See Ryan Gosling and Emily Blunt in the movie critics say exists to make you happy. Trying to make it out? Nope. Because I don't either. It's not what I'm into right now. What are you into? Talking. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> the Fall Guy. Only in theaters May 3rd. Read it PG-13. E-S-N-Y. <laughs> good reason for not being around because there hasn't been much that's happened especially with our beloved two NFL teams in New York and New Jersey it's it's funny because like when like the the Super Bowl comes about you know it's all you know NFL NFL all the time this and that and the Super Bowl happens and then until like the franchise tag period it's like silence it's very weird it's a like you know we're all uphill and everything's happening and all of a sudden nothing until the last couple of days. Because we've had stories galore in the NFL. In this episode, I'm not just going to talk about Giants and Jets stuff, but an overwhelming, uh, I guess, response to what's happened in the NFL the past couple of days with the Russell Wilson trade and the uh, Carson Wentz returning to the NFC East. I'm sure Giants fans, Eagles and Cowboys fans are happy about that. I'm sure Commanders fans aren't, because Carson Wentz is not exactly that great. Uh, but, uh, yeah, it's going to be basically a, uh, an overwhelming response to all the, uh, NFL news that have been graced upon us for the last couple of days. And I'm not going to do it alone because I have a friend of the program, Rob Letton, uh, great friend from home. Uh, grew up with him, big NFL fan, big Jets fan, huge fantasy football player. This guy texts me about drafts in his keeper leagues in like April. I'm like, dude, how many keeper leagues are you a part of? He's a, I think he's part of like, overall, I think it's like 12, 13 different leagues this guy's in. I'm a big fantasy guy, obviously, but from like August until January, that's it. Like this, this guy, it's a, it's a full-time job all year round for him when it comes to fantasy, which is great. I mean, do what you got to do, but he's going to be joining us. Uh, he joined us, uh, Rob joined us last year for an episode uh, I think in May or April of last year, I have to go back and check, but he's a great friend of the program. Rob is. Uh, so he's going to be joining us to talk all things NFL, uh, Giants and Jets stuff as well, getting into the draft and free agency and all that good stuff. So I uh, hope you guys enjoy my conversation with Rob, and uh, let's get into it. What's up, dude? What's up, dude? How you doing? Good. I haven't talked to you in months, I feel like. I know. It's been way too long. Yeah, I talk to you like every day. Um, yeah, exactly. <laughs> Can we, can we like start by, ask, I have to ask you, because I know you favorited my tweet today or whatever, liked my tweet. Uh, do you actually think the Broncos didn't give up too much? Because I don't think they, I don't think like, obviously like these, all these like picks and first of all, they said one of the biggest trades in NFL history. And I, whenever I see that, I'm like, all right, relax. But then like, you look at it and you're like, yeah, probably one of the bigger trades in like the history of the league. Do you think they gave up too much? Because I don't think they did at all. No, I mean, I think you got to look at it like he's still. I mean, he he's won a Super Bowl. 
Um, yeah. He's still young. Like, I mean, you got to think about it. What Rogers is going to be for 39 or 40 this year. Rogers and- is going to be Rogers. I think is 38. Cause I remember last year when he was like, there was like that, like one week, not even we're like, Oh, could he go, get traded to the giants? He was 30. Yeah. He's 38. Yeah. He just turned 38 a couple months ago. Rogers did. Okay. So he'll be like, I mean, what Russ and Russ is 33. So, yeah. I mean, you got to think you got at least five more years at a high level. Mm-hmm. And so that gives you time to even make up for everything you gave up. Right. I mean, like, you gave, like, I mean, the thing is, is it like what you gave up two first. Was it two first, two seconds? Uh, yeah. Two first, two seconds, a fifth. Uh, Noah Fant, Drew Locke and uh, Shelby Harris. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, that 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 that's a packet. That's so that, that's more for Russell Wilson than what the Seahawks gave up for Jamal Adams, which obviously makes sense. But yeah, I mean the thing is, is the first are good. I like Font. Um, I mean Locke is a throwaway though. Like Locke doesn't even count. Like oh, they, Locke. Anybody who thinks Locke is starting for Seattle now is like no, that's not happening. Like he he's yeah. he, he's a backup, but like I mean I I I take him as. Uh, the Giants backup. I mean, after seeing what the, who the Giants backups were this past season and yeah. the six-game stretch that I had to watch where it was Mike Glennon and or Jake Fromm, like, uh, that, that, why, why do you think I'm, like, pulling hard for them to, for the Giants to sign Trubisky? Because yeah, if, I mean, if, if Daniel Jones is going to start, like, I, have somebody that has starting experience or, you know, even if it's not great starting experience, have someone that can actually start in this league. You know, Drew yeah. Locke has – you need someone that can compete. Yeah, a little bit. I mean, it doesn't have to like, be like Drew Locke. Yeah. Obviously, he's like the end all be all, but like he's not going to start. Like he's he's not the yeah. answer. I don't care how young he is. I don't care when he was drafted. He's not the answer in Seattle, especially after ten years of having one of the best quarterbacks in the league. Yeah, no, and I think they're. I think I don't know if it's going to be this draft, but it, it's going to be at some draft at some point. They're going to take a QB, and it's going to oh, yeah. happen. Yeah, um, I, don't, I think it's this draft. Yeah, I mean, now they have nine, so it's definitely yeah. possible. Like, I don't think – like, the reason I don't think they gave up too much isn't even, like – isn't even me saying, like, Russ is one of the best quarterbacks in leagues. I think he is. I, I, I don't think he's been consistently great since the middle of last year – or the 2020 season when it was looking like he was going to be, like, the clear-cut MVP yeah. and then just sort of, like, dropped off. Yeah, I still think he's – yeah, I still think he's an elite quarterback, but I don't think they gave oh, up yeah. too much. Denver did just because, like, you know, when you're in that division, like Derek Carr is now the worst quarterback in that division. Yeah, and Derek I would take Carr, Derek Carr in the Giants. Yeah, I mean, yeah. Derek Carr is definitely a top fifteen, no doubt, quarterback in the league. Yeah, like, like he's, he's good. Look at that division and just look at the quarterback state that Denver has had to work with the last six years, ever since Peyton retired. You know, you got who Brock Osweiler, <laughs> Simeon, Flacco, Drew Locke. Um, I mean, Bridgewater was the best out of all of them. And, ter- and, I, and I'm not sure Teddy Bridgewater is a legitimate starter in this league anymore. Yeah. So you got all those guys. I mean, I just all those like Brett Rippon, Brandon Allen, uh, Paxton Lynch. You know, I, I just named the multiple guys who were backups on the Jets. I mean, Simeon, Simeon stepped in right when Donald got mono a couple years ago. Yep, yep. And, and I, don't, I don't know where he is now. Simeon? Oh, I don't know. Yeah. I I, I, I know a lot about the league, but I mean <laughs> Yeah. I, I, I there's some guys I can't tell you off the top because they just go from team to team. Oh yeah. They're now, just they're, they're journeymen, you know. Oh yeah. 
Yeah. And I mean, it's kind of a good gig if they like it. Like if they just, yeah, if, they, I mean, if they're, if they want to be, you know, look at a guy like Alex Tanny. I mean, he just retired a couple of years ago. He was with, he was uh, Jones's backup for a year or two. Yeah. And he went from team to team. He played like, I think, 16 snaps in the regular season throughout his entire career. Yeah. And, and you get some good money, you know? Yeah. If you like being a quarterback, like, you're not playing, but, like, you're still practicing and still, you know, studying film, helping out yeah. the quarterback in front of you, stuff like that. Yeah. That's like a, like a couple of years ago when, like, Sam Donald was a rookie. Like, I'm sure Josh McCown liked being, like, you know, on the sideline, like, not, like, yeah. you know – um, not uh, be not having too much responsibility, not as much as their starter, obviously, but just yeah. yeah I mean, but look at the guys they've dealt with. The Denver has the last six. It's like agonizing. Like every and off season, they have a good team. Like yeah, they have a good team too. That's the thing. Yeah, they they had a good team to the point where like Von Miller is tweeting yesterday or dropping hints that he like wants to go back. Yeah. You know, it's, it's not like, it's not like OBJ in Cleveland where like, once he was gone, like he's gone, he's not going back there. Like D- Denver actually has, you get the right quarterback. And obviously now they do, hopefully if R- Russ stays healthy, like they have like a guy. And yeah, I mean, they got a top 10 quarterback right there. I think it's going to be the first time we ever see. So obviously, you know, it, it wasn't, this wasn't eligible to happen until two seasons ago, but it's going to be the first time we see, all four teams in a division make the playoffs. Like it's I think, possible. yeah, I think obviously Kansas City wins it, and I think the the Chargers. I don't know. The Chargers annoy me because they way too inconsistent. I know. I was so pissed when when the Raiders won that game, that final instead of tying it. I was well, like, well, I, like apparently the Raiders were okay with letting the clock run out, and then yeah. the Chargers time out. Well, they took the timeout, right? They didn't. Um, Brandon Staley called the timeout and then they, yeah. uh, the Raiders changed. Yeah. I would have, it's like that not tying the game basically meant that we had to see the Steelers in the playoffs with Ben Roethlisberger and not Justin Herbert. Yeah. You know, and Which then like, incredible. Oh my God. Yeah. And then like that, that Steelers chiefs game in the wild card round, like I, I would have much rather, obviously everybody would have rather watched Steelers chargers. Um, but no, but I, I think it's going to be – I think it's for the first time ever we're going to see four teams in the same division make the postseason. I thought yeah, we were going to no, see I mean, it last year with – obviously Seattle didn't make it, but um, yeah. I, I thought – I, I, What's up? Seattle's definitely not making it this year now. Well, the thing is, it's like Seattle, like – when you trade away your longtime star quarterback, when he's still – can be an – can be at an elite level. Like you think like they're in rebuilding mode, the Seahawks are, but honestly, I don't think like, it's not going to be one of those rebuilds where they roll the dice with Drew Locke this, this next season. And then they see what they got and they'll probably not do well. They'll probably get a good draft pick next year and then go from there. It's like, they're going to, they're going for their next quarterback now, whether, whether it may be uh, drafting too. Yeah, I mean, no, you're right. Like, they're giving up guys. But, you know, I think they're going for their next quarterback now, whether it's drafting whoever is available at number nine, whether that be Kenny Pickett, whether that be Malik Willis, or if they truly, truly want to go and trade, go out and trade for Deshaun Watson. Obviously, we both know and everybody know there's many layers to that scenario. Yeah, yeah. Um, we don't know what's gonna happen with that. Who knows? Like, we really? Um, but th- there are they have options. 
Seattle does. It's not like, you know, it's, it's not like they are shit out of luck with quarterbacks. Like they have, they can get, and, and I seriously don't know this quarterback class is so weird. I seriously don't know when like the first guy is going to be off the board. I, I, I have a feeling like it, it's going to be one of those scenarios where it's later than we think, or it's earlier than we think. Like yeah, maybe a team trades up, like the giants are at number five, maybe a team trades up to number five. Um, and, uh, and draft whoever the top quarterback is at the top that's available. I was yeah. going to say what, which, which is going to lead to our next point. I was going to say Washington maybe, but yeah. But... It, now it seems like they got their guy for the next probably year, two yeah, years. And year, that's at least, for a year. at least a year. At I least, mean, they're they, paying a full contract. So I, they, yeah, they are. Oh my God. They're, they're paying so much money. They're, they're, they're I, paying a million. I think they're taking out, I think they're taking on Washington is, and I still haven't gotten used to calling them the commanders. Yeah. Um, I got, I got quickly used to calling them the football team because I actually liked the football team name. I thought they should have kept it. I thought it was like very like sharp. It's better than the commanders. That's for sure. I, first I like, I never, did you ever realize in the last two seasons how like they never like, obviously they were called the football team, but they never like branded it. Like if you go, I know, I never did. If you watch like a Giants game per se, and they have a graphic on the television on the TV broadcast that show like the NFC East standings, it would say like obviously no particular order: Giants, Eagles, Cowboys, and then Washington. Like yeah. they they never they like the football team. Yeah, yeah. It, yeah. It, it, I felt like it was it was obviously it was a placeholder name, but I felt like they they maximized the idea of it being a placeholder name. Like they never like branded it that way. But whatever. Like I think. This is Wentz's last chance to be like a legitimate, 100%. to be a legitimate starter. If you want to be a starter. Yeah. But the thing is, is like, I don't necessarily hate the move by Washington just because of the fact that they didn't really give up much. Like, yeah, you're paying a lot, but I mean, you gave up what? Like a, like two third round picks and a third yeah. could possibly become a second. Like if, you know, Wentz plays a certain amount or percentage of snaps. Right. I don't hate that move though. Cause you know, it's you're not risking a lot. Like two thirds, I understand are, are good draft picks. Mm-hmm. But I mean, if you're saying the same thing about like if we're agreeing that like you know giving up that much for Russ wasn't bad, I mean you're giving up they're giving up the ninth overall for Russ. You're giving up yeah. next year, which will not be in the top ten unless something happens. Right. And then you know, and then what was it like? You're giving up. I think you know two good players, Buffon and uh, the D end, and then you know Drew Lock is you know whatever. Right. And then what, <laughs> two seconds? Like, I mean, you're even of a lot. They're you're giving a lot. Of and like Wentz, like, he didn't look good for the Colts, but he also didn't look like terrible. Like, he didn't look no. like he couldn't compete. Yeah. I mean, Ta- Jonathan Taylor was that team. Yeah. And that, and that defense. Are they, the, Col- the Colts are one of the, I think the, the Colts just needed, I wonder what they do now. I mean, what, where do yeah. they go? Garoppolo? But I feel like they wouldn't make that play without having something in mind. Like they With have to have something in mind. Like they have yeah. to have a plan. They wouldn't just be like, "Oh, they're giving us two thirds because you're not really getting. Like I said, you're not. That's you're not getting a lot out of that, and you're not yeah. going to draft a quarterback with a third round pick. Like, like. Right. So you either have to make a play, and it's either going to be Garoppolo or it's going to it's going to be Garoppolo or, or Deshaun. Like that's the only thing that I could think of. Yeah, no, you're right. It it reminds me of when like uh, that. So that off season when Brady left for Tampa, and then 
uh, the, everyone's like, oh, the Patriots got to take a quarterback now in the draft or else um, what's his name was going to be the starter. I, I, I um, Jared oh, Stidham. Um, yes. Yeah, Jared Stidham. Stidham was like their number one quarterback for a couple of months. And they just, the draft came along. I'm pretty sure they traded out of the first round and one round came and went second round came and went third round. Like they didn't draft a quarterback and everyone's thinking like, is Jared Stidham the, the successor to Tom Brady? And I'm sitting there, I'm like, Belichick has some sort of plan. And he did, it didn't work out great. No, because no. I, I mean, he, if he, I mean, they, an hour worked out, but yeah, I mean, an hour worked out, but if he really wanted Cam Newton to be his guy, like he, you know, it worked out at the time because he ended up getting him for like half a mil. Yeah. Oh, yeah. Like yes. Yeah, a starting quarterback who was an MVP, not that long before that season at half a million dollars. Yeah, it's not I mean, not exactly something that's heard of. No, no. I mean, that was a that was a great deal at the time. Yeah, yeah. It uh, didn't didn't work out. I mean, he, he, Cam yeah, Newton no, was yeah. pretty good for a little bit, and then I remember he got COVID. Like yeah. early that year, that I think that was he that was the COVID. COVID. He got COVID. I think they were like three and one or something like that, four and one or or something like yeah. they were like winning, and then yeah, he got COVID and he was out for like a month. He got yeah. for a while with COVID. It came back and it wasn't the same. That's what screwed and, them and over obviously. because. I think it was like Brian, Brian Hoyer, maybe uh, I could be getting that wrong. And Jared Stidham had to start like a Monday night game. Yeah. And yeah. Uh, everyone is like, if I'm Cam Newton, I demand like an extension for 12 million. <laughs> because if you're, <laughs> if you're seeing these quarterbacks play. Um, yeah, that was brutal. Yeah. Was really brutal. I, but I think Wentz, it, this is Wentz's last chance. Because, you know, yeah, I, oh, 100%. Wentz yeah. has to show something here. He doesn't have to be, a, he doesn't have to be amazing, but he has to show that he can at least compete and, and yeah. against bigger teams. I mean, hey, he, no offense, but he is in a division where every single game in your division is winnable. No, like, yeah. I mean, the that's, Cowboys, that's yes. Not offensive are, to me. Just, I'm the, yeah. I, I know, I know it better than anyone. Yeah. Like every game in that division is winnable. Yes, the Cowboys have a better team on paper. But they don't always play like that team on yeah, paper. The, yeah, the Cowboys um, can choke here and there, obviously. Yeah. So it's it's he he's and like he's used to the division. That's the thing is he knows it. He's played the Giants. It was obviously on the Eagles, so he knows the Eagles. Like I think that this is a good situation for him. It's not the best team, obviously. Uh, he, he doesn't have Jonathan Taylor anymore, but he has Terry McLaurin, who I think is yeah. a. Uh, I think he's you know he had a bad season last season, but I don't necessarily think that's his fault. No, they don't. He never. He's never had a, like a guy. No, he hasn't. He's he's in the same situation that like you know D Hop was in, but D Hop was a freak. Like D Hop yeah. was so good that it didn't really matter. Mm-hmm. Um, but yeah, I think this is and you know Gibson didn't have a good year last year, but I think he I think he has a lot of potential. You got McKissick, who's a great pass catching back, one of the best. Oh my god, I, trust me, I that that's a guy that I look at like the late rounds in fantasy. If you see, he's yeah, still I mean, there. Hey, Cause he's, cause he's a good, especially if Gibson's like injured because he had injury concerns this past year. And right. You know, I don't yeah. think that necessarily, um, I don't think that that you can never predict someone's going to get injured, you know, like you can never really be like, Oh, like, you know, I think like you can't trust them because they're going to get injured, but it's still helpful. It's still like, he does have these injury concerns. So McKissick no, no, is really good pickup. You're right. I mean, you can't predict someone's going to get injured, but I still, you, I still use like the past, like the consider issues. Yeah. No, like that's why I don't like this past year, like 
and even the year before that, like I wasn't, if I had, um, I remember, I think it was for the 2020 season. I think I had the number one pick in one of my leagues. So I took uh, McCaffrey, obviously that didn't end up working out because he got to her too, but everyone, you know, my, uh, my friends were like, Oh, we thought we were gonna, you were going to take Saquon. I'm like, to be honest with you, like, you know, he's got his injury issues and it's not, you know, it's not a good offensive line. Like you can, yeah. you can use, you got, you can't predict. And like, even this year, like I wasn't going to take this past season, I wasn't going to take Saquon round one just because of the, the injury history. Yeah. Like the, injury I, history. Yeah. the team just isn't good. I'm no. thinking, running backs don't really ever succeed on teams that are bad no. like for the most part. Yeah. Because they're always, the giants are always trailing. Yeah. And when you got a team like I know you, you just said like every game in that division is winnable, but when you're the Giants and you're playing Dallas, like you, you're, you're, you're probably gonna be down 14, 17 points at one point. And yeah. that was that was the case. Like I mean, yeah, I mean even look at Kamara this year. Like Kamara had a down year. I mean, look at look at what know. he did. Like he didn't have a good year, and it's because the team wasn't as good, and that's just what's gonna happen. Um, I thought he was gonna be offensive player of the year. Yeah, well, I mean, it looked I, like I, it, but I, I mean, he no. just wasn't getting enough touches. That's even, you know, bottom line is, you know. Well, that's the that's the, the point. Like before the season, I thought he was going to be offensive player of the year. So, like, okay, they'll still probably be good because I like Sean Payton. Um, obviously, Sean Payton has always been good at altering his play calling based on who which quarterback is playing. I mean, the guy went what I think it was five and one with Teddy Bridgewater a couple years ago. Yeah, uh, and yeah. still one with. With um, Jameis and Taysom Hill, uh, I like and Br- what's that? Hill? I like Jameis though. I do too. I thought it was the right. I mean, like, but the thing is, like, I thought, like, okay, they they don't have Drew Brees anymore, so I think yeah, I mean, that's Kamara is going to be like the guy on that offense, and plus with yeah. you know Michael Thomas not playing, like Kamara is going to have like he's going to get the ball every play. So I was like, he's got to have enough. He's got to have the correct number of opportunities to have a good enough season to get the offensive player of the year award. So I was like, I think he's going to get this. Obviously it didn't work out yeah. that way. No, um, I mean, it was, it was a good, it was a good idea. I mean, I think definitely could have happened. Who got it? Uh, who who won? was it? Ta- did Jonathan Taylor win that award? I thought it was cup. Oh yeah. Yeah. That it makes really could have went either way to be honest. Like, yeah, no cup cup should have been uh, I cup should have been MVP. I mean, obviously, yeah, it's a quarterback I mean, award. You know, but... It'll never not be a quarterback, though. But that, that, but then again, that goes back to our point with the yeah. Broncos. It's like you're getting a fran- you're getting a franchise guy that is going to be, you know, bar injury, should be elite for another five years at least. Yeah. And yeah. like the thing is, is that team is is honestly set up. Maybe maybe you line them up against other teams, and like you're like, yeah, they're not as good as them, but they are a playoff team now. Like they are, they should be competing for the playoffs oh, yeah. easily because they have a they have a really good they have a good offensive line. Javante Williams is an, an absolute animal, um, yeah. and then you know Sutton and you know Judy didn't have good years last year, but also they you know Teddy Bridgewater like you can't expect them to have these monster seasons right. uh, with him. You know they lose out on Font, but and that defense yeah. is always good. That defense is always good. I mean they were seven and ten this year, splitting between what Bridgewater and. Who was when he got injured? So who stepped in? I can't remember. Drew Lock. Yeah, you know, it was yeah. And like, come on. So I mean, you're getting somebody that's elite, elite, elite. Like, I mean, before what? Before last season, there was arguments if he was a top five QB in the league. 
and they were warranted. Like you could debate he, he, that. Halfway through the 2020 season, like he was like the clear cut MVP. Yeah, like, by he, far. He he dropped off, but he, even after he dropped off at the end of the season, you were still trying. Like you were, you could still find a way to put him in your top five. Like you, there was still a valid argument that he's a top yeah. five quarterback. Maybe not now. I mean, injuries. The you know the Seahawks had a down year. Yeah. Um, but still, he is in your top ten, and he's not ten. Like, put it simply. No, you're like, right. He he was in my top five, but, but not he. Well, he was in my top five entering the year still, but like not anymore. Yeah, yeah not anymore. You can't put him top five. A lot of people no. took you know big steps, but he's definitely top ten. And like you're getting a, a like, and the thing is, is in the draft. So say you kept those picks, mm-hmm. and like obviously you know Teddy Bridgewater is not the guy. So, I mean, you don't have a lot of options. Your options, like what? To get a guy that's at least somewhat close to as good as Russ, you're hoping, A, to trade for, I guess, Deshaun. But, like, you know, we've said, that has multiple layers. You don't know what's going to happen with that. We have no idea what's happening with that. You don't know if you want him for the PR, et cetera, et cetera. I think we'll know Friday, maybe, though. Yeah, it's definitely possible. I think it's something like, uh, uh, I think they're presenting the case to a grand jury. Okay. Um, on Friday, I, I I don't quote me on everything. I gotta. I think on I, Friday this coming, like literally in two days, is like apparent is a big day for okay. this whole Watson situation. Not the trade stuff, but the you know the yeah, yeah, yeah. allegations. The trade, and, it, it, depending on how it goes, the trade stuff would ensue or would yeah. ensue. But so the thing is, if you're giving up everything for a guy like Russ. Or, you know, if you're going to give up everything for a guy like Watson, like there is no standard that's below Super Bowl. Like it, no, it, it goes for every sport too. like looking like the NBA, like the Nets are making all these moves, you know, three years ago, almost they, they're getting Durant and Irving up to this point. It's been a failure. Why? Because they haven't won a title. Like you yeah. don't get you don't give up that amount of money and do whatever to get you know, what in any sport and not have a standard that's below it. Like last year, I remember uh, when Watson at first uh, requested a trade or demanded a trade, or, you know, it first came out that he wanted to leave Houston. I remember somebody, I forget who it was, was saying the Giants should give up three first rounders and Jones. And I'm like, that gives yourself such a tight window. To, yeah, unless you're going to sign them to a mega deal. Yeah, well, Watson had already been signed to the mega deal. Like w- Watson's cap hits are like over the yeah, next couple of years. I think next year is when they really pop. Like they're they're like forty something like that, upwards of forty million. The cap yeah. hits. So you're 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 putting yourself in a, such a tight window where like you need to win a title, like and no less. Like you don't trade for a guy like the Broncos don't trade for a guy like Russ just to win that division. They trade for a guy like Russ because they have the pieces around them, at least they feel, in to get to the Super Bowl and win it. Yes. Like, and, I, and I don't think that's a that's far off. No, I don't think it's I don't think it's that far off either. I, I think they have pieces. They they totally have pieces on that team. And I think they have pieces where Russ can make those guys better. Yeah. Like you know, we we could say what we want about Jerry Judy now. Russ is going to make Jerry Judy better. Than Teddy yeah, Bridgewater would have, or makes Sutton better. He's gonna make everybody better, but yeah, I mean that's the thing that like I don't think, 
you know, a lot of people realize is like you can look at the team last year and say, even with Frost, that's not a Super Bowl, a Super Bowl team. But yeah, you know, you go year over year, you expect players to take a step forward, especially with a better quarterback in line. Like you expect Judy, you expect Sutton to play better, and therefore the team's overall going to be better. It's not just going to be Russ. So I don't think it's far off that, and and I like the move, like I said, because you know, your other option is like, okay, Jimmy G is not the answer. Like we've seen that San Fran, he's not gonna, he's not the guy that's gonna win you a Super Bowl. I feel like Kyle Shanahan hates Jimmy G. I like wouldn't be surprised. He's because, like, not hate him, but like, he's just like so ready to move on. And it's tough because like, I really don't know if like Trey Lance is like going to be the guy. Well, yeah. I mean, we don't know. We don't know if Trey Lance is going to be that guy, but like yeah. the thing is, is the 49ers got to a Super Bowl, mm-hmm. and it was clear that if they had a, an elite quarterback, they probably would have won that game. Like there was a close game. Yeah. And you know, and although like he didn't do bad, like he missed the one big throw at the end of the game that would have sort of touched right, that. Yeah. Like that's the thing though, is you have an elite quarterback and you have it that close, it's gonna change it. So I think Jimmy G's not the answer. Deshaun, like we said, big question mark. And then you go into the say you're going into the draft. And like we said, this year we don't know about the quarterbacks this year. You don't and there's no guy, there's no like I mean, if you were to put all these if you were to take the four quarterbacks off the board last year, so you take or the, the five. If you were to take Mac Jones, you know, Justin Fields, Trevor Lawrence, Trey Lance, and Zach Wilson, individually put them all in the draft, I mm. think they are the clear-cut number one quarterback in the draft. Oh, yeah. Like, yeah. Lawrence, I, the obviously. Only, the only thing that I would say is, like, you may have an argument with Pickett versus Mac Jones. Just because yeah. Pickett is, has more upside um, I honestly, you know, obviously Mac Jones is in like a great, he's, pl- he's playing for the greatest coach of all time. And he's basically, you know, he's, he's not Tom Brady, but he's that same style where it's, he, it, there's not, there's not an athletic ability. There's not that ability where to get outside the pocket and run. Um, yeah. it's, it's, it's pocket quarterback and needs a good offensive line and needs weapons. You know, that yeah, and, and, needs a good offensive coordinator. Right. And that's, yeah, and obviously Josh yeah. McDaniels was. No, yeah. I think you're right. I think, you know, if you put Zach Wilson in this draft, he's definitely going number one. I think the same thing with Justin Fields and Lance. The thing that I find interesting about guys like Trey Lance and, uh, and Jordan Love is like, if you don't see them play like at all their rookie year, you start to lose like interest. Like, yeah. like, like nobody, like, like Jordan Love was a, first round draft pick not even two years ago and now everyone's like oh they traded up to get they traded up yeah and now he's well now he's really an afterthought now so and you know rogers his His career is honestly probably over uh i don't know if it's over but like the thing is it's so weird for four years though he's gonna be off his rookie deal and you why would you pick up his option no no, they're trading him the packers this offseason are trading jordan love there's no shot there's no shot they don't but but like from what we've seen from him so far when rogers wasn't playing like do like is there a team that's going to be willing to shout out something decent for him or is there a team that even wants him like you're taking a massive risk there's going to be some desperate teams dude there's yeah, that's true. I mean, I think can do it since they, you know, don't have a quarterback. Because say, like, here's the thing, like, say, um, say Watson's off the table. 
Like nobody's going yeah. to trade for him. That's okay. it. So your options are Jordan Love, a young Jordan Love, who's going to be in his third year that you still don't know what you're going to get out of, but you saw him play at the collegiate level and that he was good enough to be a first rounder. And it was, he was good enough for the Packers organization to think that he was going to be the, the successor to arguably the most talented quarterback of all time or Jimmy G who is still going to be on, who's, you know, how, what's, uh, what's his, um, what's Garoppolo's contract? Is he oh, still, it's, like, it's, it's I can look it up real quick. Yeah. I look it up real quick. Um, Cause obviously that contract was massive. So when you have like, when you have a limited options, you have multiple teams that desperately need quarterbacks. Like you, I don't think Matt, Matt rule needs a new quarterback in Carolina. Like he, he oh yeah. Like Sam Donald's going to ruin his, he, he's seen enough out of Sam Donald. It's it, he, he sticks with Sam Donald for this coming year. And they start off one and three, one and four. Matt rules getting fired middle of the year. Oh yes. I mean, Matt, Matt rules on the hot seat, no matter what. Oh God. Yeah. They all are that whole organ, that, that whole organization, you know, they, I just um, make, I mean, the thing is Jimmy. Yeah. So Jimmy G's cap hit this year, 2022, just under $27 million. That's a lot. Like that's a lot of money. That's, that's not a like, lot of money for a that, guy that doesn't really make it that much better. Yeah, that's like that's not Matt Ryan's cap hit. I think Matt Ryan this coming year has the biggest cap hit for an individual per individual player individual year. Yeah, like I mean, but Matt Ryan is at least fair. Like Matt Ryan was an MVP. Matt but, Ryan, yeah, yeah, but but, but Matt Ryan, but Matt Ryan like, is like, fair. like at Matt least Ryan. Matt Ryan at one point was an elite player. Like he really right, was. No. No, he was, yeah. that now, like, yes, now he's not that player. But you go back three years, Matt Ryan wasn't an elite player. No, so you're right, yeah. Jimmy oh, yeah. G, I don't think you could ever really argue that he was an elite player. Oh, no. Matt Ryan's best was wildly better than Jimmy G's best. Yeah. But I'm saying, like, you know, we have you have all these teams like Carolina and Pittsburgh and um, – you know, Houston needs a Houston still needs a quarterback. I, I don't think you know. Davis nah, Mills wasn't with Davis form. Mills. Come on, dude. It, this is why the quarterback, this quarterback class, is so like not intriguing Davis because Davis had the second best rookie quarterback season. Yeah, he no. some St- statistically. Guys. Yeah, I think right. And who did he have? Like that team had nobody. Nobody. Had yeah. No running back. Like the line was like okay. I mean, you had Brandon Cooks. Like, fair enough, he's good. Yeah. But I mean, like, I think you got to give him a chance. I think I think the Texans got to give him a chance. Like, they, I just think it's in their best interest to say, you know what, we're gonna. Coach, what's the harm in waiting a year or two? Like, you have the they have the yeah, third overall yeah. pick this year. They're not mm-hmm. taking a QB. I don't that's, think they're taking. But a QB. that's what that says a lot about this quarterback class too. Is like this upcoming one is like the Texans have the third overall pick, and like, you know, they're not even like they're not even it's not even being mentioned that they may take a quarterback same thing yeah. with detroit at number two like detroit has much better value taking a quarterback at number 32 there, which they there, also there, have. i have seen some murmuring about the, about the line possibly taking malik willis at what number 32 or at number no, at two? Two. At two at two at two oh god he They're better be behind. he better be elite and then sitting behind goff for a year or two well, they got to sit it behind Goff for a year because Goff's cap hits go. Goff's cap hits are cap hit is still, I think, pretty significant this coming year. But I think they drop off after that. So it's yeah, got to I mean, be. They, they I mean, gotta, like, Goff, Goff wasn't atrocious last year. 
No, Goff wasn't. I, I never thought Goff was atrocious. I mean, he did get LA to a Super Bowl, but like you know, Sean McVay he's knows very much what, like like Jimmy G. <laughs> he's very yeah. similar. Sean McVay, guys like Sean McVay and Kyle Shanahan, like they could have success with those guys, and they did. I mean, Sean McVay got to a Super Bowl with with um with Goff, and the Shanahan did the same thing with Garoppolo. But like they know what they want at a certain time. Like McVay yeah. knew what he wanted a guy like Stafford, somebody who could throw the ball downfield and it won him a Super Bowl and you know, a year after the trade. Yeah. Um, and who knows what Shanahan's gonna get out of Trey Lance. But I never thought Goff was atrocious. Um, I did think for a period of time he was a little bit better than Wentz. And obviously those two are gonna get compared all the time because they were one and two in that draft, but I never thought golf was atrocious, but you know, I don't think he is that long-term answer. No, exactly. So, I mean, it kind of depends, I guess. I mean, the lines kind of have to make this kind of have to make a decision. I mean, if they don't take a QB, I mean, even if they do take Malik, like they're going to be drafting in the same ish position, but we drop right. most likely drafting top five. Um, so I guess it comes down to, do they like Malik more than who they could possibly get next year? And I don't know much about the quarterback class coming out next year. So uh, that's like um, Bryce. Yeah. Oh my God. I, I just looked up. So I can't look it up on the computer because Zoom doesn't let me minimize. So I'm looking up on my phone. You got the, I think it's the, what is this from? A day ago, the pro football focus mock. And yeah, it's got uh, Aiden Hutchinson going number one and then Malik Will Malik Willis uh, number two. One, two. Wow. Yeah. I've been yeah. hearing that. And you know, I think, I think, I, I mean, in all honesty, I think with Malik is I think he's a huge, he's a huge risk, but I think that's sometimes the play you have to make. Yeah. I, on one hand, like if you're going to take him at two, he better be elite. But on the yeah, other yeah. hand, when you look at the number of teams that, that number of teams that desperately need quarterbacks, I don't think you can risk one of these three guys, meaning Kenny Pickett, Malik Willis, or Matt Quarrel. Corral to drop to number 32. Like if you're the yeah, Lions, I, mean, I don't think you can, I think those three guys are gone in the first round I, before 32. Look at like Pittsburgh needs the a quarterback. Bears, you have the Seahawks. You have yeah. the Steelers. Like right there, that's three teams that really need yeah. a quarterback. Carol, uh, you know, t- Tampa Bay too. I mean, if, if, Bay, everyone's yep. First of all, I hate this whole thing. Like, oh, is Brady retired? Like, what's he going to do now? Is he going to go into broadcasting? Can we let the guy just retire? Like, yeah. can you we let him go back to football? Like, yeah. every time somebody retires, there's always like, oh, will he go into broadcasting? Is he going to be the color commentator for? Month? Can we let these guys like take a nap first? Yeah. Like, well, he doesn't need money anyway. Like, Giselle makes money. First of all, Brady is so much bigger than like Monday Night Football color commentator. Oh yeah. He can he could just do such bigger things than being like you know the the, the guy in the booth for Monday Night Football. I mean Peyton Manning's obvious. Peyton Manning is bigger than that too, but like that's different because like they have their own thing. Yeah, I mean that's the, the whole man. I actually him and Eli do a fun one. Yeah, they're they're like good at it, but like it's weird because like I don't think. I know we're jumping, but like, I don't think the Manning cast statistically is as big as like we think it is. Like, no, if you, if no, you, I don't at, really watch that often. You don't watch the Manning cast? Not always. Like, I mean, I'm usually, if I'm, if it's not, if, if it's not my team playing, I mean, I'll watch the game. I'm usually yeah. doing something else. I'm not really listening. Right. I'm, 
if know. it was the Giants, I watched the regular broadcast just because, like, yeah, I, I, I watch regular broadcast. Yeah. But I watched the Manicast every time. But like, you look at every time that it was on. But if you look at like the ratings for the Manicast versus like the regular broadcast, I don't think like the numbers were that close. Like, way more people no. are watching. Like, they have like these like things that they do where like they have these you know different broadcasts. Like, take like the Nickelodeon game for example. Like the rate, like it's like they promote them big. They promote them a lot, which obviously makes sense. But like <laughs> the ratings for like the Nickelodeon playoff game versus like the regular like CBS broadcasts are like day and night. I'm pretty sure. <laughs> it's like you know, it, what's up? No, no, keep going. Sorry. No, it was like they're like they're. It's like they're not even close some of these broadcasts like it's just like you know weird but anyway i, I know we're jumping but um yeah, yeah, tampa needs, what's that what no i said tampa needs a quarterback too yeah so like i'm just i'm looking at the draft order right now so you know Detroit takes a tip. so say they don't take a quarterback so now you're looking at teams that could possibly take a quarterback right. so i mean the texans could like i don't think they do i think it's like you know kind I mean, of that's a long shot but you don't know you really don't know. I mean, if Willis is talk- if they're talking about Willis potentially going in at number two, then like he's got to be in play for number three. Then, yeah. And then you, you have the Giants, right. who you know most likely won't. But you know, we've seen crazier things happen. <laughs> who know, like who knows? With I, I see, I'm not mocking a quarterback to the Giants. I have not really spoken or written about like a quarterback going to the Giants. But every day in the back of my mind, I'm You're thinking thinking. like there has to be some sort of move, like whether it's getting, whether it's like signing Trubisky or trading back and then taking like a quarterback at some point, maybe like in the second round, like there's gotta be some sort of, I don't think like they're confident going into the season, like just Daniel Jones. Yeah. Oh, hundred percent. Especially going down the line, you got Carolina who needs to make a move has at some point, whether it be trade or draft, they're going to have to do something. The Falcons, could easily take one. Oh God, Minnesota too, right? And yep. And then so now, so nine is now the Seattle, who most likely or could be, very high chance they take one. So then you have the Jets, who aren't. You have the Commanders, right. no. But then the Vikings, yes, hundred percent, the Vikings could take one, especially just to sit behind Cousins for a year. And mm-hmm. then you know you you go down a little bit farther, like the Saints. There's a debate there too. Mm-hmm. Philly, um, Philly Steelers. potentially too. Yeah, Philly, you know, they've been linked to quarterbacks for a while now. Yeah, I mean, who knows? Easily could. And then then Tampa. And, you know, and I wouldn't even put it past some of these other teams to maybe even take somebody. I mean, the Dolphins. I mean, there's there's always been that Tua thing that, you know, they're not in love with Tua. It's clear that they're not. The Titans, I think, you know, you could even throw in a debate for them. Oh, oh, yeah. Well, with, the Titans are an interesting – Titans is like the the Lions situation with Goff in the sense that, like, Tannehill's cap hit is just, like, way too big for him not to be the starter. Yeah, now uh, Tannehill will start, but, like, there's a debate. Like, say you want a guy like Malik Willis that you maybe want to, you know, yeah. develop. Like, that's, that's a debate there. And then – so then, you like, you have to get past, you know, 31 picks and hope that the guy that you want is there. And if he's not, then what do you do? Because the thing is with the number two pick, no one's trading up to right. two unless it's for a quarterback. Like, it, it, When has that even really happened when someone oh, yeah. trades into the top two picks for someone that isn't a quarterback? Oh, so, yeah. When, when, like, that's like when San Francisco traded up to three last year. I was like, yeah, that's for a quarterback. 
Yeah, because like, you're not trading up for somebody else. Yeah, like they're not trading up to draft the pass rusher. Like you, you don't no. give up that much to move up nine spots to the top three. Like yeah, it's it's yeah, it, it, it's a weird year because usually in like usually in um in most years with the draft, I would say if you need if you don't need a quarterback, like get out of the top five. But it's just not a good quarterback, and I it, you know it was sort of like supposed to be a strong quarterback class, but then like. You know, Spencer Rattler then sucks at Oklahoma, and now he's yeah, at I mean, uh, South he Carolina. Disappeared. I mean, he yeah. disappeared. Disappeared. Then, I mean, yeah. The guy from UNC uh, was it Powell? Sam he Howell. Was to be, like the number one, the number one quarterback. He's now even not even he might not even be the a top three quarterback taken. Like so, he could be yeah, five or six. So in this PFF mock, they have Tampa twenty seven taking Desmond Ritter out of Cincinnati. Yeah, out of Cincinnati. Yeah. So that would mean. Probably four quarterbacks in this draft go. But to say, the thing is, is like this was a day, a day ago, and like they, a lot of stuff has happened in the last twenty four hours, in the last six hours, yeah, really. A lot of stuff has happened. Um, but now I think, but now you make like the Seahawks have a really good chance of taking the QB. Yeah. Because now yeah. with all these trades, and it's just you know, I mean, and then free agency is going to completely change everything. I mean, free agency is going to oh, change yeah, the landscape of the draft because. I mean, like, you know, looking at looking at mocks that I've seen for the Jets, like, you know, if if a quantum is there at four, it's almost always a quantum. But, you know, what if the Jets go and sign, you know, Brandon Sheriff? Then it's like, yeah. do you really have the need? So, like, you can't even – and, like, the Watson stuff falls out, the Jimmy G trade. Like, that's going to that's gonna change a lot. Yeah. Like, and it's going to change what teams are going for quarterbacks and what teams aren't. So it's kind of hard to, like, really predict exactly what's going to happen. Free agency isn't so much like uh, changing my perception of what the like changing what I think the Giants will do in the draft only because the Giants just have like no cap space. Um, like yeah, they, yeah. I think the, the, that was you know, and thanks Dave Gettleman for that. Like they, you know, they have they have guys. Like I'm not even like looking. Like last year was different because I'm looking for the Giants to re-sign uh, Leonard Williams and sign a wide receiver. Obviously, that ended up being Kenny Galladay and getting you know different weapons for Daniel Jones. Now it's you're looking for them to cut guys. Now it's like you know yeah. th- this. I guess cap casualty season is more intriguing for the Giants because you're like, okay, they have to cut Blake Martinez yeah, so, if they can. So where are you going to cut, and then how are you going to make up for that cut? Yeah, well, yeah. oh yeah. Well, like they got it. Like right. they, you know, Blake Martinez has got a big contract. You got to get rid of him. And Sterling Shepard is, you know, has a decent contract, and he gets hurt every single year. You know, you have to at some point. I think they want to give a Shepard a pay cut to keep him. Um, but will he accept that? That's the question. What's that? I said, well, will he accept it is the question. Yeah, that's true. I mean, like, the thing is, is, like, I don't know. Like, I mean, it depends I on the leverage. I mean, like, Jameson Crowder took pick up last year. Yeah. Because well, the Jets yeah. have leverage. And because yeah, of no, Johnson, because now he's a free agent this year, he's 29. He gets, he could get hopefully one more, you know, three, four, you know, three or four year long deal with, you know, decent average, you know, value over the years. Right. So, yeah, but, but the Giants he, have I mean, leverage, he, too. Yeah, so I mean, it's definitely possible. I mean, the thing is, is is the Jets and the Giants are in completely different. Oh, because the Jets have so much money, so much money. The Jets are in play for almost any position that they need, no matter who it is. Right. Um, Like you know, you look at you look at wide receiver. Like they're, I think they're the second betting favorite to win Amari. I think the Patriots are one. The Jets two. Um, you know, franchise tagged. 
So you could trade for DK. That, that's another play. But the question is, 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 is the question is with the Seahawks is, are they going for the full rebuild? That is the question because yeah. if the Jets say, listen, we'll give you 10, we'll give you the 10th overall pick for them. That's hard to turn down. That gives you back-to-back picks. Like, you know, you don't have to worry about like, oh, we have to take a quarterback now. So now you have mm-hmm. a quarterback and then you have that 10th pick or that, that other pick that you could take somebody else in the first round. Right. But it would be like admitting it's, it would also be a tough pill to swallow though. Cause they're trading you your draft pick. Like the Jets would be trading them the 10th, like they're not trading the fourth for DK. That's not happening. Like, they yeah. would be, yeah, they'd be giving them back their pick for the Jamal Adams trade. The Jamal Adams trade. And like, yeah. you're basically admitting at that point, this was a terrible trade. Like, that's what you, like, I mean, yeah. everyone knows it. Everyone knows it was a terrible it's like, trade. It's Joe Douglas was like, listen, we feel for you, man. Like we did screw you <laughs> over two years ago. Um, here's your pick back. No, it would literally be. Or DK Metcalf. I'm telling you right now, if they go, if they, if the Seahawks roll the dice with Drew Locke, and or are bad next year. I mean, Jamal Adams is going to want out of there too. Yeah, and he, I wouldn't be surprised if you know other like you know other players. DK might want out too if he's not getting yeah. the ball like he wants. Yeah, he easily want out. Yeah, I and mean, then it, and then you're not getting then you're not getting a top ten pick for him. The second he's like this team sucks, I want out. You're getting a late first, maybe. It's going to lower his value, hundred percent. Yeah, it's going to because they're not going to want him anyway. Um, but yeah, like it, if like. I could see it. I you're right. The, the number four for DK is not, no, that's, that, that's absolutely absurd. You know, it's not like he's the best receiver of all time. And you know, like it's, no. you know, I, I would say like, you, you could swing it. And receiver in the league. Like he's like, he, I don't even know if you could put him in the top 10. You could swing a top five pick for cup right now, but like not for. Yeah. <laughs> if, yeah. If, Cause cup just had like the, you know, one of the season, greatest yeah. receivers seasons of all time. Yeah. Um, and DK, you know, great. I mean, phenomenal athlete. He's had his issues, though. He's had his drop issues. And, you know, yeah. I, you could even debate that he's not even the best receiver on his team. Like, like oh, I'm big I mean, on uh, dude. Lockett. I love Lockett. Tyler love Lockett is the one of the biggest fantasy sleepers every year. Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. He's, like, and, he's, and he's always been good. And he really has. And yeah. he gets left. I mean, he did just get a pretty good deal. I think it was, I don't remember. I think he got at least 15 from them a year. Over four, I think. Nah, Tyler Lockett is one of the most. Is definitely one of the more underrated. Even when he, even when he was like the number two, when he was with, um, not number Baldwin? two necessarily. With yeah, with Doug Baldwin. Yeah, not necessarily yeah, yeah. the number two, but like you know, even when there was That's another guy. Yeah, like you know, yeah, it, he's it's good. he's good. No, I, I yeah, they I've always they been could big they could full on just like you know, they could full on just be like, all right, we're we're resetting. Get rid of yeah. DK before we have to pay but, him, but, like you know. But the thing is, is like if if I'm a Seahawks fan and Watson is off the table, and I'm not confident in any of these quarterbacks uh, that are coming out of the draft, I would clean house. Yeah, I mean, you have I would, to I, I would get, I would, I would get picks galore. It's, oh, yeah. Try to make up for the fact that you gave up two picks for a limited box safety and then decided to pay him a $70 million contract. Yeah, I would I mean, give you're up. You're not getting rid of him because no one's taking that contract. Oh no. God, no. But, it's... But you do have pieces. You have, I mean, DK, you're getting the first for him. Lock it. You're not getting the first. <laughs> if they gave up everybody, but Jamal Adams, Jamal Adams, I don't think would show up to training camp. No. Oh, oh no. It'd be like that where he couldn't get in. 
Except he would, they would be the opposite. Yeah, they, like, they, they would, they would call him, and say, to him and he'd be like, nah, like, no, nah, yeah, he, he wouldn't. They, the, he'd block the, their the, number. Yeah, oh, 100%. But the thing I, is, is it, it, it would make a lot of sense because, yeah. like we said, like this draft class, we don't know. Like, we do not know about this draft class. Deshaun may indeed be off the table. But the question is, is you already got burned. And Deshaun and Jamal are completely different players. And I know how good Deshaun is if he does play. Um, but like you're giving up at least two first for him. So now you're really saying you're making that decision. We're winning now. And is this a team with, with Deshaun, if he plays, is this a team that could win a Super Bowl? That's the question. The defense took a step back. The O line isn't as good. You know, they have DK, they have Lockett. Right. Um, and it's, it's a, it's a good team, but is it a team that you could say, this is a really good trade for and like yeah, that's gonna yeah. push us over. And if you're saying no, then you have to clean house. Like, because the thing is, is so DK is gonna be on his rookie deal this coming season, but after that, you're gonna have to pay him. And he's not he's not getting less than what he like 17 and a half a year. Like he's no. not taking less than that. No. He's gonna no. want he'll, probably he'll, around he wants 18 to 20. Like he'll easy. Get, he'll get and paid. he'll get it. And yeah, that, well, that's what I'm saying. That's why, like, you know, like a trade for DK would seem okay now, but in a year, you're going to have to, like, you know, you're going to have to pull out the checkbook because then it, yeah. it's really going to start to, like, okay, you have to pay this guy. Um, you know, that's why if I, if I, if I were to trade for DK, I would extend him before the season. Just get it, get that. You do not want to trade for him and risk him bouncing after a year. So you would either have to extend him right then and there, or you'd have to franchise tag him. And we all know how players don't like the franchise tag. Yeah. Like they, they, the, the franchise tag, players hate it. Well, yeah, because you're, because you're risking, I mean, like for instance, for instance, you know, talking about free agency, like, Allen Robinson. So Allen Robinson gets a franchise tag this past year. He has a down season. He did not have a good season. Everyone knows. Values down now. So how much money did he possibly lose because of that franchise tag? Like if he oh, yeah. last year, he was debatably going to get twenty a year. And now what's he going to get? He's not getting twenty. You know, oh. PFF projects him at about sixteen a year, but I could even see him getting less than that. Yeah, um, it's possible. Well, he was and even, so how so he just lost up on what four million dollars over four or five years? That's a yeah. maybe 16, 20 million dollars that you're that he could have possibly lost out on because of the franchise tag. Yeah. I, I get well, I mean I I, I don't want to say I can't believe they franchise tag him because I I, I I do because they definitely wanted well they wanted somebody some, field. Yeah, for field. Well, that's another thing. Like they, they did that before they even drafted fields, like obviously, because like you know, yeah, well, I assuming they had the idea of drafting a quarterback. Well, I knew that they were good. They were probably going to take one because, like, they put out like that. Remember, they signed Andy Dalton, and they put yeah. out that picture of Andy Dalton in a Bears uniform, and it was like hashtag QB one. And I'm like, there is no shot Matt Nagy is going to go into this season with was, just Andy on Dalton. the hot seat, like on the hot seat. Rightfully you know, so. He, was he, he, he went to he went to Delaware. We know how smart and intelligent he is. <laughs> OK. Um, my commencement speaker. I should I should put that out there. He was, no, he was. I was going to wear my Trubisky jersey underneath my cap and gown. 
but I didn't want to. Uh, I, I I was like, that, I would, that would have been great. That would have been an all time. It would have been. It was right after Trubisky's like Pro Bowl season, I guess, quote unquote, uh, Pro Bowl season when like he was like the Pro Bowl alternate, and they had yeah, won the yeah. division. And so I was like, oh, the Bears are kind of you know on the up and up. I was gonna wear it just, but I was like, I'm like, no. How about we just show up and and not attract any attention to myself. But um, but anyway, like we knew Matt Nagy was not going into that year with just Andy Dalton. That's yeah. why once yeah. once they swapped picks with the Giants and they moved up from twenty to eleven, I was no, like, I was, I was like, like, yeah, I was like, okay, it, this is for Fields. Like this yeah, Justin yeah. Fields is going now. There's yeah. no way they're doing this. There's no way they're going Matt Nagy in a you know it, 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 he's there's no way he's with his job on the line really ever for someone that isn't a quarterback. Like it's very rare. No. The Jets did a lot. The Jets did do it last year for Elijah Very Tucker. Fair enough. Yeah. But they already took their quarterback though, so you knew at that point. Like obviously yeah. it wasn't for a quarterback. But now the Bears let Robinson walk though. They moved up far for him too. It was like twenty three to fourteen, I believe. Yeah, I mean it's nine spots. That's what the the Bears moved up from twenty to eleven. I mean they yeah. moved up. They moved up. Well, I mean like you you got to compare like they moved twenty to eleven. It's the same amount of spots. I think it was twenty three to fourteen. No, you're right. It, it but every I mean, every trade up from trade what, a third. I think. Yeah, yeah, and it's a completely different trade because it's it's when it doesn't involve a quarterback, you're going to get less value. No, I, I didn't hate the, the trade up for Barrett Tucker. I just was never like I'm never big on like trading up for like a guard. Like the thing is, is like people want to people say like the Jets could take uh, the kid from NC State, Equano, at number four and have him and bump him inside. And like, that's fine. But like, because you do have George Fant and you do, you know, obviously, I think you and I both, I don't know what's going to happen with Makai Becton. Um, yeah. I, I, they, well, that's I, why I think they want Equano because it's kind of like that safety where it's like, okay, we're going to have Makai right. play tackle. And if it doesn't work out this year, we're going to bounce Aquano out there and then maybe attempt to put Makai in the, in the inside. I don't know if yeah. that would work, yeah. but I mean, but, it, it's better than just giving up on him completely. But, but the thing is, it's like, no, I agree. But the thing is, it's like, if they're going to draft Aquano at four to make him a guard, I just don't know if that's a good, if, if that's the scenario that's going to play out, I don't know if that's a good value pick. Like, no, I, I, I don't see, like, because I don't see, you know, it's not like Quentin Nelson. Like, Quentin Nelson was, like, yeah, you know, I, was, was worth used, his pick. Was used based off the draft pick that the Jets traded. Right. Like, but, like, I just don't think, I just don't like the idea of the Jets drafting someone at four and putting him on the interior of the line. I, I, I am not a fan. I, I, I think Aquan is a great talent, but I, I would much prefer the Jets go after somebody in free agency, like Sheriff, or you know yeah. James Daniels, out of you know that's that was in Chicago. Um, you have a few other guys that you could you could talk about too. I would prefer they go after them. You know, if you got to break the bank, you got to break the bank. We have the money, so like, but that opens oh, yeah. that opens that opens it up for you though, because if you don't, you have that right guard hole. Like you need to fill that, and mm-hmm. so you have to draft somebody. Like you don't like you have to like, and it kind of puts you if you don't pick anybody up in free agency. Four or ten has to be a lineman. Like mm-hmm. it has to be because you need to make sure that you're protecting Zach Wilson. So, right. but if we sign someone like, let's just say we shine Sheriff, you know, we pay, you know, a boatload, 17, 18 million a year, whatever it is. But then that opens up four. Does Kayvon Thibodeau fall there? You know? And yeah. I was never a big Hamilton guy at four. Yeah, but I was just gonna ask you about Hamilton. You 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 really don't like him at four. I I 
I mean, but I don't think you're getting him at ten. That's the thing is like you, we're probably not getting him at ten. Most likely not getting him at ten. And at four, it's it's I would I I would like to pick depending on who's gone. So say you know say the first pick is Aquano, the second pick is Aiden Hutchinson, the third pick is Kayvon Thibodeau. I think four it should be Hamilton. I don't like Neil because Neil is is less likely to push into guard plus kind of like what you just said. I would and like what I just said, I'd prefer to go after a guard in free agency. Lock yeah. it down. You know what you're getting. We have mm-hmm. the money. I think that's the best place to spend it, at least first. And then we have so much money we can keep going. But spend mm-hmm. it on a garden free agency, Sheriff Daniels, whatever it is, you're going to have to up pay probably, but it is what it is. So then four, you're either getting Kayvon Thibodeau, who's now going to line up across from Carl Lawson, learn from Carl Lawson, and will give you, you know, two really good edge rushers. Or at that point, I would be okay with taking someone like Kyle Hamilton. Our secondary, need, we, we need a safety. You know, another part of free agency is what safeties are available. Well, yeah, well, May, May's be, gone. Well, May 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 kind of screwed himself. Um, he's not getting the deal that he wanted, um, and his agent was an absolute idiot um, about like being like, oh, like he's going to be healthy just in time for the trade deadline. That really worked for him. Um, and May's going to get he tweeted, he's gonna get a prove it deal. He's going to get a prove it. He literally tweeted, he's going to. It was something along the lines of he's going to be healthy just in time for the trade deadline. That's legitimately what he tweeted. Isn't his agent also Kyler Murray's agent? That would actually Burkhart. So the one yeah. who put yeah, out it's, the yeah, it's Burkhart. Yeah, it's Burkhart. The one who put out the long Kyler Murray like letter. Yeah, that, like, yeah, that's, that like that's... nobody read. <laughs> and yeah, it, was it was in like it was in like minuscule font. Oh yeah, you had to zoom in. I I, I didn't read it. Oh, I, I just, I just, I just looked at like the replies and like the, because obviously like there were reporters that wrote it, uh, like or that, excuse me, that read, read it and uh, read it commented and, like, on it, reacted on it. Yeah, I, 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 yeah. I, I did. That read is his it. agent, actually. Yeah, and you know, I, and the I, thing is, I, we're talking about quarterbacks. Is, is Kyler's another one? Is he is he coming? Like, I, if I'm the Cardinals, I give him whatever he wants i don't think he's gonna yeah i mean i don't know I don't the whole thing renders. about him apparently like sitting out at the end of the game against the rams or whatever i don't know you know a know. lot of these reports that like i think i saw a report today that some players thought that like russell wilson checked out and i'm like i don't see russell wilson being like the guy to like i mean but at the same out. point like if you're if you come back and your team's you yeah but I, I feel like russell wilson is one of those guys that like his team could be, you know, five and ten. Yeah, he does out have of the playoffs, and he's still late yeah, nights try. game planning. And yeah, all that. I think he is that type of guy. He's not, you know, Eli was that way too. Like Eli yeah. wasn't. You could say what you want about Eli. Eli was always, you know, it, they could have been three and ten. His first one in, last one out. It's you know. Yeah, no, I agree. Um, so I don't know. I don't. I don't Kyler's. I think Kyler stays. I don't really see him going. I would have it, traded. It, it, Everybody for him. Oh well, yeah. I'm, I mean, I'm such a big Kyler fan. Like I, 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 I he is the most fun quarterback to watch, and I, he's not the oh, best quarterback of, of our lifetime. No, Up to this no, no. point, he is the most fun to watch. Like I oh, said, yeah. he could go from run from one side of the field to the next, the next, the next, and throw it away. And I'm like, you know what? I still have fun watching that. Yeah, like, yeah. He, no, he, he is just he is so electric. Oh, 100%. He's like, he, he reminds me a lot of Lamar, like when Lamar first came to the league. 
Like he's just he, he's so much fun to watch. He's the best athlete. I, he's one of the best athletes I've seen. Oh, 100%. He, he just he's he's got a different type of quarterback based speed to him. Oh yeah. You know, I think Lamar quick. is a, he's so quick. I think when it comes to that type of quarterback, the mobile quarterback, I think Lamar is better. But Kyler, Kyler just has like a style to him. It's like it, that that kid can run. Yeah, it's so fun either. to watch. Like yeah, it, it's just either. like I don't think he's he's not a Mahomes. Obviously, he's not a Josh Allen. He's not a Justin Herbert. He's not, you know, he, he, when Deshaun's playing, he's not a Deshaun. There's something about Kyler. I would give up multiple first round picks for Kyler. Yeah, I mean, I, you're getting a, you're getting like a, you know, top ten guy right there. Oh yeah, for a long time to come. I think it's the tops. I think top six or seven. I think him. God, there's there's a lot of quarterbacks. I'm not gonna go, I'm not gonna name the top. Tough. Yeah, I'm not gonna name. Tough. Every time I name a top five for somebody. I, I have to preface in your mind. That's like, Ooh, wait, you know? Well, I always had the preface, no particular order. Cause my mind changes like every day. Yeah. That's fair. Like every other week I'm like, Oh, Dak's top five. <laughs> yeah. And, and then, then you're like, wait, no, he's not. <laughs> and I'm like, wait, I got to wait, Burrow, wait, Herbert. Wait, and I'm like, I all of a sudden I'm like, well, like, there's like too many guys, like, yeah. which I guess says yeah. something about the league now. Yeah. You know, it's I just tough. like, how like how many guys there are i mean like you know i i but that's like the that's like the issue when you talk about like the when you talk about like the number of good quarterbacks there are like that's like that always brings me back to like that's why i have such an issue right now it's not like such an issue but i always have in the back of my mind is like you know are the giants going to make a move for a new quarterback at some point because when you have like quarterbacks like you know uh Burrow and Mahomes and Herbert and Josh Allen and Kyler and Lamar and Dak in the league. Like, are you sure that like Daniel Jones is the clear cut answer for like, and if he's not, then you got to make a move at some point. Yeah. You, you can't keep prolonging it. You know, especially in this city, in this market, it's, the impatience capital of America, New York, New Jersey. Oh yeah, you need to like, be winning now. Like you need to like they're like it's it's not like you know that's the problem sometimes with like you know ownership with the Giants is they preach patience and it's like that doesn't like n- that's not what this city this market is about. Like they want to win now. Yeah, they always, it, you always want to win. Yeah, it, you know, it, it's it, there's oh, no Jets, like Jets fans, were, Jets fans were pissed as pissed as hell this year because you know we weren't competitive. You know, maybe a little bit more later in the season, but yeah. And that's the thing is like I, that's the thing with I think that like the Jets have to be competitive this year. Like, oh, this, this is the year. Last year they had somewhat of a pass, and not even like they had somewhat of a pass last year because they had the rookie quarterback, rookie head coach, they had all these new pieces. Um, it seemed it was going more. To, it was starting to develop into the team that Joe Douglas wanted because Joe Douglas and Adam Gase weren't like the you know Douglas didn't hire Gase. Yeah, which is um, a terrible idea. <laughs> yeah, and knows that, but yeah, no, because Douglas and Douglas didn't draft Douglas didn't draft Sam Darnold. Like, yeah, it was starting yeah. to form into the team that Douglas wanted, and I trust Joe Douglas. Because I think Joe oh, Douglas 100%. is, yeah. Because I think Joe Douglas actually has 
knowledge of positional value in this league and he knows who to spend money on and he knows who's he, who to use the high draft picks on um, when like Dave Gettleman never did. Uh, so I, I but, so they had a pass last year to develop into the team that he wanted, but it's, it's got to, it's got to come to fruition now. Yeah. Like, it, it, I mean, this, you, got, you have the money, you have the money and you, the thing is, is they have so much money that I think they need to improve two positions drastically. And I think, like I said before, guard, I think guard is the one, maybe you overpay. I don't care if you get, if you overpay, but you get a starting guard final name. And then you have to pick the other positions that you have to upgrade. And, you know, it kind of comes down to what you want to do. I think they also need to sign a tight end because their tight end room was horrible. Well, I mean, you know, who's going to get a lot of money now, not maybe not a lot, but more money than you probably would have is um Engram. Yeah, I don't, want these... I don't want him. <laughs> well, I I well, I'm not saying like everyone's going to want him. I want to show. Yeah, you know. but when you got a guy like Schultz is getting franchise tag and David Njoku's getting franchise tag, all of, sudden, getting a all of a sudden like Evan Engram's like the top tight end on the market. Yeah, so he's I, I would I would rather the Jets go the route of maybe an older guy like Ertz and then Drafting yeah. somebody like either Ruckert at Ohio State or Zach or, or uh, Trey McBride out of Colorado. Yeah, I was going to say Trey McBride. Yeah, Colorado Trey State. the hot one if they don't go it in the second round because they do yeah. have a lot of holes. Like the thing is, they have a lot of holes, and tight end is not the most important position. It really isn't. No, so if they I, end up not going him. Like I think, I think the Jets have to sign somebody at tight end, but there's nobody that's going to require that much money. Not on no. the market now. Like Evan Ingram, well, yeah, sure, but Ingram, Evan Ingram is going to do what? A ten. Maybe a year ish. Um, I'd have to look up. I'd have to look up what his market value would be. But the, the thing is, like what I just said, all now all of a sudden he's like the top tight end in the market, so his market value is going to go up. He tweeted yeah. yesterday. Engram tweeted like the smiling emoji. Like I think he gets it. <laughs> yeah, like, I, I, think, I mean, like because he because it it went from being a really good tight end class, like a, not really good, but a decent one with Schultz, Kasicki. You know, and yeah. Joku's, you know, you know, I guess young. And now it's what? Ingram, you know, you got Ertz, who's, you know, 32 and are going to be 32. And then you have, you know, Max Williams, who like had a good season, who started off great and then tore his ACL. And like, you know, oh, yeah. he's a big question. Why he won't get a lot of money. He'll get more now because there's not as many options. But that's, that, I mean, that's the thing. The Jets have to, I think the Jets have to sign a tight end. I think the Jets have to draft a tight end as well because that was just atrocious to watch that that core last year. And mm-hmm. then like I said, I think I think guard is the way I'd go because I like like we were talking about, I don't like I don't want I don't want to be forced into taking a, a, a lineman at four or ten. Now would you since cornerback is a position that the Jets need to upgrade. And mm-hmm. obviously it's a it's a risk going for cornerback in the draft just because like you know, it, especially at a position like that, you want an established guy where you know what you're going to get out of, like you know what you're going to get yeah. out of him. Um, do you think you think they would trade for Bradbury? Because I think he's 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 done with the Giants. I, I think they're, I that's, I think that's a good question. I mean, I've, I've heard, so in, in regards to I, I've heard the Jets are not in on JC Jackson. I've heard that they're not going to get involved in it. Don't know if that's true. Obviously, we don't know. Well, so, Brad. The thing is, Bradbury's good, and Bradbury's not going to cost as much as yeah, JC Jackson yeah, yeah, yeah. right now. But there, but there's also, you know, since the 
um, since the Bucks used the franchise tag on Godwin, you know, Carlton Davis is a young corner that's hitting the market. Yeah. I mean, Carlton, Carlton Davis that, is market. He's going to ask for a lot of money. Oh, but my God. Yeah, I know. That's a guy that I could definitely see them. Or if they want to go the route of, I think I think they could go the route of Carlton Davis and chopping up there and being done. Yeah. And then again, again, this comes into free agency what they do, but I don't know. I wouldn't be against maybe a you sign like a sheriff, right? So now you don't have to worry about guard. Mm-hmm. Then maybe you go after Gilmore. You get Gilmore on a little bit cheaper of a deal because he's older. He didn't have a fantastic yeah. season last year. He's not worth what these other guys are gonna get. I think you could get him for around, you know, PFS says about 14 a year. So let's just say 14 a year. So you get mm-hmm. him cheaper. And then, you know, so say then you wait for the draft to play to play out. And I think at 10 you can almost guarantee you're getting either sauce or stingling. And I think you take that chance. And I think, cause if you bring Gilmore in, he's only going to be there for a year or two. And then he, he can help with, you know, Bryce Hall, Michael Carter, the um, third. Mm-hmm. And then the guy you bring in, whether that be sauce or stingling. And I don't know if you saw the, the, the uh, video of stingley when Jamar was on the team, but like watching them go one-on-one was awesome. And he oh, was yeah. shutting, he could shut them down. And no, that's Stingley's, it's a Stingley's huge risk. Solid. Stingley is a yeah. huge risk because you don't know if you're going to get freshman year Stingley, be... or Sorry. you know injury prone wasn't as great Stingley. I don't think Stingley is going to be the number one cornerback taken. I think, no, I think it's going to be Sauce. I, I I wrote about this. I think you're going to see Sauce Gardner be like what J.C. Horn was last year. Like everybody was so everybody couldn't stop. I think stop Sauce talking. already is. I think Sauce is already well widely every, rejected. Everybody couldn't. Nobody could stop talking about Patrick Sertan and someone like J.C. Horn. I remember seeing a mock draft last year. I think either by Kuiper or McShay. I could be wrong on that, but they had um, they had J.C. Horn going number twenty three to the Jets when the Jets originally had that pick. Then all of a sudden, like J.C. Horn's the first cornerback off the board at number eight. Like he just skyrocketed up the boards. I think Sauce Gardner is going to be like that, where like you you hear like you hear his name a lot. You think Stingley is going to be the number one guy though, but I think Sauce Gardner is eventually the number one cornerback take. I think Stingley's number two, but I think Sauce Gardner is going to skyrocket. And it was impressive as all hell that JC Horn was able to do that because like there was no combine. I think JC. I think JC definitely. I think I, not definitely, but I, I, if I had to predict, I think JC goes off. I mean, uh, Sauce goes off. Yeah. And yeah like, like what Horn did. And, you but know. If, if you're going to trade for somebody like Bradbury, and I don't want people to say, like, oh, the Jets and Giants wouldn't make a trade. Yes, they would. Like, it's not it, like. If it, it works for both teams, they're going to. If it works for both teams, number one. Number two, they just did a couple years ago with Leonard Williams. And number three, like, these teams are not rivals. <laughs> Can we agree the Jets and Giants are not rivals? The Giants are rivals. The teams are not rivals. Yeah, like they, like they, they play once every four years, and every time they do, at least one of the teams is one of the worst teams in the league. The last time these two teams played, they were the two worst teams in the league. Oh yeah. It's not like it's not Yankees Red Sox. You know, it's it's no, just no, no. But it's if not even Yankees Mets. Like it's not right. Yeah, but if you're gonna. If the Jets were to trade for Bradbury, I think they'd have to give up a three, but they would probably get Brad. They would get Bradbury, and I think a six, because you're you're getting Bradbury, but you're taking on his cap hits almost twenty two million next year. Yeah, and that's that's the thing is I don't know if I'd necessarily want 
that. Right. And that's I mean, even restructured I, I, too, I think. Yeah. I think I'd want more, like, the, like going back to it, like, I think I'd want to, like, if we're going to break the bank, I think you go for Carlton Davis. If we're not, I think you try to, you bring in a vet, you bring in someone like Gilmore, uh, Casey, Casey Hayward, you could bring in him for a mm. small amount for a year yeah. just to have him kind of like Casey Hayward wouldn't be a bad idea. You get Casey Hayward for a year, six, seven, eight million, whatever it is. And the, a that allows you to, it, that doesn't even really, the, with the, how much money the Jets have, that doesn't affect. So now they can still get two big players and then they go after somebody like, um, Stingley or sauce. And I think that, I think that makes a lot of sense. I think, you know, and that's also why I'm kind of, it's, I'm kind of leaning towards the jets going after a Rob. And I know I've, I've talked to you know, some of the jet, my jets, my fellow jets fans, and they don't like the idea. And I like, I, I'm different. I like the idea. Well, I just think you, you need, like, I understand the idea of wanting to get a guy like, I just, let me put it this way about a week, like uh, like a week or two ago, I was like, the jets need to go in a route where they can get a guy who might not be, who has the potential to be a number one receiver, but isn't going to render the amount of money that a number one receiver legitimately would cost right now. But I feel like they did it last year with Corey Davis. That's that what I'm be- saying with Corey Davis. That's exactly the main thing. And <laughs> um, on the market for that though, like this is my, this is my, this is my like opinion on it is I don't want the Jets go receiver at 10. I, I want, and, the, and it's not because I don't like any of the receivers in this class. It's because I want a receiver that's going to make a difference this year. I want a receiver that is going to help Zach because, you know, if you're expecting a rookie wide receiver to turn out exactly like Jamar, exactly like Justin yeah. Jefferson, I mean, it's a pipe dream. I mean, you're hoping. Yes. Yeah, and I know right. we have the 10th pick, but like you, it's a pipe dream. If you expect them to turn out like that, you're probably going to be disappointed at the end of the day. And I, I, I was going to suggest like, Gallup. Michael Gallup. I do like Gallup, but, but I feel like if you get Gallup, you have to go second round with the wide receiver. You're saying if you sign Gallup and so also go Gallup, second round? I think you also should go second round then. How many, but like, like why though? Because you have, like, you already have, uh, you know, Davis and Elijah Moore and. Braxton Berrios is a free agent, and I've heard the Jets have an offer out for him that they think is fair, and he's going to test the waters. And I'm worried that there's going to be a team that's going to say, "Okay, um, we're gonna we're gonna give you eight, nine, ten million a year." I, I wouldn't be. I don't think it's necessarily extremely likely, but I wouldn't be surprised if a team overpays for him because he did. He's a great returner, and he had a good year last year. And I think that a team mm. will overpay for him. And then, so now you're stuck with, so say now you have Elijah Moore, Corey Davis, Michael Gallup. Corey Davis is tied in for next year, but after this coming season, he you could tr- you could cut him, and you wouldn't see a huge cap hit. So if he has an off year, then now you're in the position that this following this not this draft, the draft after, then you have to draft a receiver. And I think if you like somebody in the second, mm-hmm. take them because now you have four. Like so, I think. This is obviously assuming Barrios leaves, but if he does, now you have four receivers, and I do like Gallup, and Gallup obviously isn't going to get that much money, especially coming off an injury. But I, I, I think that the Allen Robinson slander has gone a little too far. Like this guy is one season removed from being, you know, an elite wide receiver. No, and you're was, right. The, the slander is too much, but I just like, I just think Gallup would be 
I think a cheaper route. And I think you, you have more. I mean, I think that's fair. I think Gallup is a lot better than people say. I think Um, you have to go with a route like they did last year with Corey Davis, where like you can get a guy who has the potential to be a number one receiver, but isn't going to cost as much as a number one receiver would be right now. And and, and by the way, I think Barrios is gone because somebody's going to offer him more money because somebody's going to offer him a bigger role. He's not going to have, you know, a, a huge role as a true wide receiver in New no, York. No, he's not. He's, he's going to be, and, you know, yeah, I agree. I think Barrios is gone, which sucks because I, I love Barrios. I, I love Barrios. He's going to be offered um, a bigger role somewhere. Um, and thus is going to get more up. money and some, and he's going to take it. And now I don't hate that for the Jets because if he's just going to be a returner, I would rather the Jets target somebody late in the draft who could be a decent, if not good returner and, uh, maybe you know, go from there and obviously yeah. be a lot cheaper than what Barrios would be. Yeah. Uh, so I don't like, Hey, I, I, I wouldn't like lose sleep over Barrios leaving. He's a great returner, but he's obviously an all pro, but like, I just wouldn't lose sleep over it. I think it would make sense for both Barrios and the jets. If he were to leave for more money. Yeah, um, I mean, I, I do like I like Gallup. Another guy that I've been hearing a decent amount about is, is Chark. Oh yeah, I've heard, I've heard there's three teams that told Chark they're gonna that they would pay him a decent chunk of money to come play, and I'm curious oh, as to who, who they are. I would have broke the bank for Mike Williams. You I'm so serious? Okay, but okay, hold on. But the thing with Mike Williams, he got what three years sixty. He got yeah. three years sixty, and you're telling me. That you wouldn't take three years at cheaper for Allen Robinson, like I would. I if I was the Jets, I do not. Listen, I would listen, listen, hated, listen. Hated Mike, to get Mike Williams around. Mike Williams in a WR two slot in fantasy is near and dear to my heart. I've had it for each of the last two years, and okay. I never, yes. I've never wanted to bench him. But, he, <laughs> I, but he's never lived up to like his no, past. He has like he, eight game stretch this season or whatever it was where he was good. No, like, I, I just would have I, – I mean, I, I'll rephrase that. I wouldn't break the bank for him, but I would have offered him a good chunk of change because I think he's worth it. Um, and I especially – I don't think the Jets should have if, – if the Jets had the opportunity, say if the Jets matched the Chargers, mm-hmm. and he was like, if you match, I'll go to you guys, and they did it, I would have been mad. I honestly would have. Maybe I that's because you, you, you just like Denzel Mims too much. You, you, you're you just too... Yeah, you, uh, you got me on that one, you know? Yeah, you're, you're you're just too near and dear to um Denzel. You just want Denzel Mims to be like the guy in New York. I wish. I love Denzel, but it's you're, clearly not working out for him. You're, but you're, I'm just you're, saying, like, I, I, I think... I, I agree with you in the sense that I, I like Gallup a lot. I think he's a really good receiver, and I think it's possible that they go that route, and I wouldn't hate it. I wouldn't hate A-Rob, though. Um, I just, I like, so many get bodies fans, for Zach Wilson. Yeah, yeah. but, like, th- so many people are so behind the idea of taking a wide receiver at 10. I'm just, I'm just not. I, I really am not. I really just, I just, I, I don't see, I think I would rather get proven guys for Zach. Hence why I think, go, go guard in free agency. Overpay, I don't care. Go mm-hmm. tight end in free agency. Draft a tight end in the second or in the third. And then go wide receiver so that you don't have to go wide receiver in the first. And then you make massive improvements to your defense in the, with four and 10. Massive mm-hmm. improvement. I mean, you're talking about, you know, if Kayvon falls to four, you take him. Um, if not, you know, um, 
you got some guys, the that guy from Georgia, I can't remember his name right now. You know, Jermaine Johnson's up, up is like rising. Mm-hmm. And then, you know, at 10 or you, or, you know, honestly, if you were to take Hamilton or Sauce, okay, cool. And then at 10, you take either an edge if you didn't get one or, a, or a defensive back if you didn't. Yeah. And I think that massively improves the defense with, you know, up and coming guys that could be good. And then you get the, cause that's what the defense is. The defense is so young and it's not like the defense doesn't have that guy. That's like a quarterback where you need to make sure he has the tools to succeed, especially as young as Zach is. And I think it's always better to take the guys that are proven somewhat like what the bills did with Stefan Diggs. Like they went out, they traded for Stefan mm-hmm. Diggs. They got a proven wide receiver one and it helped Josh Allen immensely. Right. And I would rather oh, take the route of, of getting proven talent for Zach than taking the risk of, you know, drafting somebody in and out working out. Did it, did, it, did it fucking ever too. I mean, I remember like there was like, people were like, oh, is Josh Allen really the answer in Buffalo? And then the next year he signed, what was it? Six year. Yeah. Georgia, the next season Georgia. he was like almost one MVP. Like, yes. God, he was uh, that jump from like year two to year three was great. He's like, he's like my, what I described the perfect quarterback would be. That's Josh Allen. Just like yeah, yeah. The, the the height, the arm, the arm strength, which you obviously can't teach, and then like the uh, you know, he's mobile, but not to the point where it's gonna hurt him. Like I yeah, brought up, yeah. I brought up like Kyler and Lamar earlier. Like Kyler and Lamar sometimes scare the hell out of me because oh, yeah. they, Lamar. oh yeah, because they I, I, like I'm so worried about them getting hurt just because they're so like you know like. That was like RG three. RG three got a little, you know, he he was, oh, he was very so fun to watch. Yeah, and then he he was so fun to watch, and then you know, then he had like those issues, you know, the, the knee, um, the knee injuries and all that. Like those guys, like those guys, like start to scare me a little bit with how mobile they are. Josh Allen is mobile to the point where it's effective, but it's not going to hurt him. Literally. Like yeah. it's, I mean, Josh it's, Allen is, is, I mean, obviously we cannot be comparing quarterbacks, young quarterbacks to what Josh Allen is, obviously. But, Josh, Josh Allen's, oh my God. But I, like, can, I can't get enough watching Josh Allen, Josh Allen was not very good his first three seasons. There no. was debates going into the fourth season for Allen and Darnold. Who was better? Like that, there was a legitimate conversation. Yeah. Going into the third year, right? Huh? Going into the third year, right? Yeah. Going into 2020. Yeah, going into yeah, so going into twenty twenty, the first season with Gase, um, there was debates: is who's better? Was it, is it Darnold? Is it is it Allen? And you see, they made the improvements. They hired a good coach, you know. They they you know they made the offensive improvements with proven people, and mm. you know, it look look how it's worked. Like I mean, Josh Allen is like we said, top three quarterback in the NFL, no debate. And so that's my that's my argument is. You know, I think these receivers coming out of the draft are good. I just think that I take a guy that I know I can rely on over a mm-hmm. guy that you don't know. Because the thing is, 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 I mean, you see draft busts every single year. I mean, the Jets the Jets are one of the teams that always sees them. Like, you know, I, w- I was speaking with some Jets guys on, on Stingley, and he does kind of remind you of D. Milner being like, you know, highly touted coming out. He's really good. And mm-hmm. then look what happened to D. Milner. I mean, terrible pick. He was terrible. 
was atrocious. I hate Dean Milner. No, I know. And yeah, uh, I, 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 would, I would assume. I'd I would assume take that risk on defense. That's my thing. I'd I would take assume those risk. conversations among Jet fans about Dean Milner aren't exactly like pleasant. No, no. I would, I mean, I would, I would assume it's a lot of um, fighting so back tears. Yeah, I mean, you just don't. You know, he didn't work out. I mean, you also talk about free agent pickups when we picked up uh, Tremaine Johnson. Oof. That was oh God! Oh my but God! That's the thing, like- there's, but there's like there's moves that like you know you could say that about like you know you have like moves that the Giants made in the last like couple of years like you see like you know Golden Tate and yeah. Um, yeah, you know possibly Kenny Galladay, Alec Ogletree and Connor Barwin like they're just like they they pick up guys so you're like. The, the, what they're, they're not gonna they signed Golden Tate to a four year deal that was like thirty seven and a half million. Well, I mean, no, like you know, just being honest, I mean, you could be looking at that with Galladay. Yeah, well, at least like Galladay wasn't like, you know, into his thirties. Yeah, that's fair. And yeah. Galladay was, you know, a number one when oh, they yeah, picked him up. He was a number one receiver. 100%. I like if the signing. He, what's that? I should have, I liked the signing at the time. Like when it happened, I liked it. It didn't work well, out. Yeah, I was and like I, I didn't mind them paying as much as they did because they 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 needed a number one receiver, like desperately. And so if you're gonna pay 18, 18 million a year for him and you can do it, like do it. I I at the time right now I'm not exactly thrilled that they were paying him 18 million a year, but at the time I was like they needed the guy. Like yeah, I don't no, know, no, like, you, you I, needed you needed the guy and like, it wasn't like, it, it isn't like where the Jets are at right now. They have a lot more. They have Corey Davis. Like, so yeah. you don't need the guy. You don't right. need him badly. And I, I think that if there was the guy on the market, I just don't know if there's the guy on the market right now. Like at A-Rob, I'm a fan of, but you know, questionable. Devontae's yeah. franchise tagged. Chris Godwin's franchise tagged. So there's no like true wide receiver one out there. Last question before I let you go, because I got to do a do stuff. Yeah, you're good. Do you think, do you think Roger's contract is actually 200 million? Because th- th- it was reported 200 million, but yeah, he Pat, said it wasn't exact. Pat McAfee is saying no. And McAfee obviously is like close. I think, I don't know about 200. I think it could definitely be like four. Dude, 153 guaranteed is insane. Yeah, I think it could be. I so he said it's not. So are, we're assuming that the years are correct. I don't. Like, that still shocks me because it's coming off a guy that might have retired. Like he was debating retirement. It wasn't just like a. Ooh, I thought about retiring. Yeah. Like he was ashing as in a retirement. Yeah. So I wonder if it's one of those things I where like surprised if it was like two hundred. That I wouldn't be surprised about. I wonder if it was one of those things where it's like a four year, it's a four year extension, but like there's like Brady signed like what a four year extension last year, but it was like the yeah, last like three years outs. avoided. Yeah, but there's multiple outs like for both the team and the player. Yeah, like there's there's like <laughs> there, there's, there's like a, a there's like a financial loophole. Yeah, What's there that? could be like four years two hundred, but like there's an out after each year. Yeah, like, like for it, for the team and for the player. Like Brady signed the four year extension last year but it was like the last three years or like void years like there's like there's sort of like a you know there's so much like contract language that like it's hard to like keep up 
Like, that's why I like contract law is like a legitimate, like course in like, you know, career. Yeah, I mean, there's yeah, no, so much is- different, like there's so much shit that goes into these like contracts that like, you know, it could be like, I, I, it could be four years. You're right. But, you know, it's going to be one of those things where with Rogers, it's going to like his, like him retiring. It's going to be like a year to year thing. Yeah, like, no, it, it could be, it could be like now after every single year, like it could be, you know, is, is this going to be the year he finally calls it quits? But, you know, cause that was the same thing with Bray. you know, yeah, Bray, you know, you know, obviously like, you know, he did retire, but like, you know, when the Bucks lost to the Rams in the postseason, people were saying that day, like, was that Brady's last game? There was always a thought because, you know, you yeah. got to take the age into consideration. It's, it's yeah, not and like- I don't think Aaron Rodgers is that guy to chase records or, or anything. And I think I think a huge thing is, honestly, I think it maybe it's four years with all these outs. And I think if he wins next year, he's gone. I think he's done. I think oh, yeah. I think if he wins, he's, he's retiring. I don't Dude, think he comes back. 150%. If they win – Next year. And which is why I actually think Devontae is okay with the franchise. Because I think he knows he doesn't want to sign a long-term deal yeah. with Green Bay if Rodgers isn't there. I think he's he's going to go year by year. He'll go this year if they win. Rodgers retires, Devontae leaves in free agency. I think that right now, if Rodgers was gone and they moved on to Jordan Love for next year, Devontae would have been happy with the franchise back. Not at all. He would have oh, been like, man, been oh, he would have, he would have, he would have held out. He'd be like, no, I'm not going. He apparently wants to go to Vegas to be, to reunite with Carr. So. Uh, I feel like Vegas out. is one of those teams every year that I feel like, oh, like, oh, he's good. I feel like anytime there's like a free agent, someone's like, oh, Vegas could be a good fit. Or like well, Devontae did play with Derek Carr in college. Yeah, so, no, you're right. So there is that. And also, apparently, Devontae Adams bought a house in Las Vegas. You know, all that. You know, people buy houses. It's automatically, we're going to that team that's closest. But I love I love those tabloids where it's like, oh, this this person's house is on the market. <laughs> yeah, like, oh, they're leaving. Oh, he's he's out. Like, it's like, it, and sometimes it doesn't become like anything. It's just like, oh, no, they, they just want, they had another kid and they wanted a bigger house. <laughs> It's like, yeah, yeah. You know, oh, he's, he's, this house is on the market. That means he's on the trading block. And it's like, that's not, you know, not always. It's, like, it's, it's, yeah, like, it's not necessarily how it works, but yeah, it's a TMZ deal. They just like to stir the pot. No, 100%. Um, they just want, they just want the clicks. That's what it's all about. Oh, yeah. That's what it is. Um, thank you for coming on, man. Appreciate of course, it. You know, we'll be back next week, right? Yeah. We'll be I doing our thing. Possibly do like a mock, maybe. Oh, I got the – hey, hey, you're getting the first pick. Oh, I'm getting first pick. Yeah. Yeah, because it's going to no, make it, it – e- yeah, it makes it easier for me in that way because, like, then you have to narrow – I have to narrow it down. <laughs> no, 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 no. You get the odds, I get the evens. You get the odds for the Giants, I get the evens for the Giants. Oh, yeah. No, that that is true. Hey, I Fuck. have two. And, like, I could I could mock Malik Willis. I may just say, you know, F it. I'm mocking Malik Willis to the Lions. Like, I may just pull the trigger. So, you don't know. Dude, if I had the evens, I would totally mock Malik to the Jets at four just to like screw everything up. Yeah, just to piss me off too. Just to create, <laughs> just to create like so much chaos. No, I'm just, just, I'm just the first four picks are all going to be linemen. So the Giants have nobody to take. First three picks are going to be Pickett, Malik Willis, Matt Corral, and then we're going Desmond Ritter at four just to yeah, screw perfect. up everything. 
Everyone's definitely going to be like, I'm going to listen into this podcast. They hear the first three picks and turn it off. They're going to click, they're going to like shut their phone off. Like as soon as they hear picket, like number one. They're going to us. They're going to find us on every social media. Yeah. Just be like, no. you're, you're, you're going to mock a Trevor Lawrence trade. Like to the Jets. To, yeah. <laughs> For like a second round pick. <laughs> they're, they're, yeah. Right. Yeah. A third and a fifth. And yeah. they're getting back a fourth. Yeah, the Jets um, are trading Denzel Mims and a third for uh, DK Metcalf. And that's the trade of the year. Um, all right, man. Thanks so much. I appreciate it. Of course. No talk problem. To, talk to you soon, man. Later. All right. Hope you guys enjoyed our conversation about what's going down, what's been going down in the NFL the last few days. I know it's been crazy. As I said before the conversation, when we started this episode, it's like silence in the NFL after the Super Bowl for a little bit. Then all of a sudden it hits you like a ton of bricks and you got to Russell Wilson trade, you got a Carson Wentz trade, and and I hope everyone agrees with me. I know Rob does. Denver didn't give up too much for Russ. With all the shit that they've been dealing with at that position over the last six years, with all the quarterbacks that I mentioned that the Denver Broncos have employed over the last six years, they needed to make a move for a star quarterback, especially in that division with Mahomes and Herbert and Derek Carr. Um, it's they, they needed to make a move. So I'm glad, I, I hope everyone agrees with me that Denver didn't give up too much, because if you don't agree with me, uh, you got the wrong idea because Denver did not give up too much for the quarterback that they wanted. But with that said, thank you so much for tuning in to episode 108 of the Wide Right Podcast. As always, I'm your host, Ryan Honey of Elite Sports New York and Elite Sports Radio Network. Follow me on Twitter at Ryan Honey ESNY. That's at Ryan Honey ESNY. And like always, you know where to get the where you get to listen to the Wide Right Podcast and subscribe on Apple Podcasts, Spotify, Art Radio, Stitcher, Google Podcasts. As always, listen to and subscribe wherever you get your podcasts. Uh, Talk to you guys soon, and uh, have a good weekend.